Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, folks. We have a lot to cover tonight. I thank you for joining with me. Remember, there's a chat room at the bottom of the page at StreetFoodVendor.tv. We have um, quite a few tips that people have submitted this week, and I'm going to share those with you. And... Um, some catch-up emails that some people sent in to let you know what they're doing and how, how things have, have gone that have called in in the past. And let's see, and as always, we'll be taking calls at 424-258-9364. You'll be able to take the, um, the call in live, speak to us. You um, That way we don't even see your pretty face. But you can press 1 if you want to speak to us, or you can just listen on that line as well. But if you'd like to see the show live, streetfoodvendor.tv. I thank you for joining us, and I am glad Your you're show here. Your will be live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Apparently, Blog Talk Radio Blog has some Radio. issues tonight. Hey, um, folks, we have a lot to I cover tonight. I have no idea. Joining in fact, I think, remember there's I a think, chat room at the I bottom think. of the page at Street Food. Y'all bear with me. T- I see what happened. Um, I apparently had the screen running. Oh, by the way, if you do go over to streetfoodvendor.tv or you call in, you'll want to turn off your feed because it'll mess you up because there is a delay just like it did me just now. So that was fun, <laughs> and uh, we'll um, we'll get this right eventually. Hey, folks, and I thank you for joining me, and uh, I see that we have a, uh, a Mr. Brian Shores on the line with us. Um, hopefully, we can get an update from you tonight. I know we had audio problems last time, and heard you were selling all your stuff, and you were moving up into the big leagues. I'm with you. I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do a, um, an email real quick, and I know we got a caller on the line already. So, this comes in from TJ. And he says, Ben, you can share this with everybody. This is T.J. Buchanan. He says, um, I'm very forgetful, so I went to Microsoft Excel, and I created a checkoff list with a box beside each item. Then I laminated it and used a washable marker and check off accordingly before each event or each day. You can also use the voice recorder on your smartphone as well. I know these are simple ideas, but I never forget anything because of it. T.J., remember, a goal without a plan... Or he says, TJ, that's his name, TJ. He says, remember, a goal without a plan is simply a wish. <laughs> I like that, TJ. I thank you for sharing. That is a great idea is to, even if you have to handwrite, you know, even if you have to, I'll, I'll pull this up here so everybody can see it um, and just know that, you know, is that not in the camera? There it is. Um, I keep a yellow pad with me all the time. And so if you, that, that is like my brain. I read this week, by the way, that if you're overweight, there is a drug in, that your liver um, produces that is for memory, that the memory part of your brain uses. Well, your, um, 
your whatever part of your brain, uh, your um, thyroid, uses the same drug to reduce your body of fat. And so um, my lack of remembering is because I'm a big fat ass. And so, TJ, I want to thank you again. That was a great example. So you could write it down on a yellow pad, laminate it, and then check it off. And then you don't have to rewrite it ever. You can have a, this nice long list of everything you need, and, and it would be solved. Um, I'm going to mute you real quick. Michael, because it's feeding back. I think I got it. Okay. Um, anyway, what we've got is, let's see. Can you hear me now, Brian? All right. Can you talk? Yeah, you're coming through. Not real clear, but you're coming through. I think I'm Yeah, that's not to at all. I'm hearing mostly noises. Um, so if what's the odds of getting you to call in at some point tonight and give us an update? I'd love to hear it. I'm going to mute you for right now, but that'll work. <laughs> all right. I will, um, let's see here. I want to go. This one comes from Sam. Um, this is a response. If you aren't getting, and, and listen, I, I really don't want everybody on this email list. And so it's one of those deals where I, I put out a newsletter. We do the show. That's for everybody. I do a newsletter specifically for those people who really give a shit, who are really working to improve their business. And some, there are no pictures. There are no fancy anything on the newsletters. They, I usually send them out almost daily. And you will get this update in the morning typically. And I write them each morning. Well, if you are serious about vending, want to get some ideas that I don't typically, they would either bore the socks off of a lot of people or they just, they don't find the value in them or, oh, that's too hard or whatever. I do have a list and you sign up for it and it's only for those people that um, are serious. But anyways, Sam is one of those subscribers and he's always got some great ideas. And he created um, VIP cards and flyers, um, let's see. He says, remember, every customer is a potential client. Go do, like, um, little Freddie's birthday party of 20 people. Freddie's mom is a soccer mom. She can invite you to sell hot dogs at the soccer games. Now your 20 customers turned into 100 customers. Freddie's mom is married to Freddie's dad, who owns a small company with 100 employees. That's right. Employee Appreciation Day could be yours if you do the marketing. Bottom line, if you don't plant the seed, the money tree won't grow. And that's an excellent point. Um, you never know the ripple effect of something you do. So something that started off as little, like a birthday party, turns into be a huge gig. And we've heard stories like that from real live actual vendors right here on the show. And so I would um, keep, keep in mind that. Let me go over here real quick to um, hopefully somebody can keep an eye on the uh, – <laughs> I just saw what Super Dogs wrote – um, keep an eye on the chat room because I can't watch it at, at the same time, and it gets me confused and um, all flustered. Let's see. I want to pull up the phone calls. We we do have a call. Area code 248. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hey, Ben. Hey. Who's this? It, it's Scotty from Harvey's Hot Dogs. Hey, how are you? I'm fine. It's good I, to we, have you on the show. Yes, we exchanged a few emails earlier in the week, and you said call in if you can, so here I am. 
Absolutely. I had you down to talk about your email if you if you didn't happen to make it in. So I'm glad you made it in. Why don't you go ahead and share what um, you sent me? Because I wanted that's why I wanted your permission to share it. Yep. Uh, a week or so ago, you had about sampling, and we are we do on Sundays a farmers market in a very upscale area. And okay. uh, well, first week we we sampled the hot dogs, and we had about fifty percent that converted into sales. No, maybe some of them would have bought anyway, but it cinched the deal. But this awesome. last week, I made bacon jam. Well, I hardly had enough left to sell on the cart because we sampled it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's addicting. I wish Jason was on here right now because he'd be impressed. Um, how did oh, the bacon yeah. jam go on the cart? Oh, it it was wonderful. Everybody loved it, and um, we added it to more than hot dogs. We have uh, Polish that we have. We also right. do Italian sausage. And we also do chicken breast sandwiches, and we've had we had people put it on all of them. Wow! So they, yeah, they they just loved them. Wow! And uh, but I want what I want to tell you in addition to the sampling is I found at Sam's Club and at Costco or not Costco I'm sorry Gordon Food Service they have frozen pre cooked chicken breasts. Well, they're expensive. They run about a dollar twenty-two a piece for the chicken breasts. But I make a chicken club that we sell for five seventy-five. Wow! And how's that doing? Is it? Are you selling a good bit of those? Last Sunday we sold out of chicken breasts. We also sold out of our Italian sausage and our Polish sausage. And we get three fifty for the Italian and the and the Polish sausage. Wow! Now some states won't allow us to do chicken. I know my state won't, but I think I think it's awesome that you're um, able to do that. Um, and, well, and, they, and they don't hear either. They they don't hear either if I cook it, but if it's pre cooked, that's the secret. These are uh-huh. pre cooked breasts. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, of course, those I do in the chicken bouillon and my other special secret seasonings. <laughs> you women and, uh, in your secret seasonings, and, and then you don't share it with anybody, and so we just have to like it, but can't, can't, um, we can't make, duplicate it. <laughs> well, um, the, the, I, I will give you the secret of the, cheek, the chicken breast. Um, um, oh, dear. McKenzie, or uh, no. McCormick's? McCormick's makes a, the Grill Masters. Yep, I'm familiar. And they have a mojito, a chicken mojito. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is kind of a I've lime and vodka station. Yeah, I've never tried it, but I've oh, seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah that, that's very good. That's wow. one of the things I've, the real secret one. Um, <laughs> but we have been doing the local harbor freight when they have their their sidewalk sales and their tent right. sales and um they they love to have us there well two weeks ago they had their parking lot sale and it was friday saturday and sunday but we 
we're committed to the farmer's market on Sunday. So we, we told them we'd come, but we could only do Friday and Saturday. Right. And the last time we were at Harbor Freight, I was charging $2 for a hot dog and $0.25 cents for chili and $0.25 cents for cheese. Right. But when we started doing the farmer's market, I said, That's, it, it's too hard on us. So I raised the price to two fifty. includes chili and cheese if they want it. Wow. We had no, had no yeah. pushback from, from, from there, you. so I'm sorry. I'm said I'm with you. I don't like add-ons unless it's something uh, at at a major expense, um, mm-hmm. like adding on you know slices of bacon or something. But then you just call it a different name and give it a different price. But yeah. I hate going places and they go, oh, you want two ketchup packets? Well, that's extra. Or go, you know, one of my favorite chicken places, fast food is Zaxby's, and they charge you like fifty cent for an extra thing of sauce. And I go, how oh. about how about you um. Just jack up the price and don't do that to me. Um, yeah. I don't like having to pay it because then I feel like I'm getting ripped off. Yep. Well, well I'm, I really think that's awesome that you would share that and come on here, and I, I'm proud of you. I think it's neat that you're able to do the chicken, and and I'm glad that the bacon jam works so well for you. Yeah. What what we did on this uh, the gig at, at Harbor Freight, I, I put up my menus on my um, – my printer at home, and post them on a, a cork board. Right. And I said, I'm not going to change the prices, Lord, for Friday and Saturday, because, you know, it's an entirely different demographic group. I'm going to leave the hot dogs at 250 You know, we had no more pushback at 250 than we had at $2. So these people that tell you they can only get a $1.50 or a $1.70, if you've got a premium dog, they'll pay it, and, and if they won't pay it, they wouldn't pay it no matter what price you had on it. Right, it wouldn't have mattered. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're exactly right. Um, I'm glad you're doing well. I thank you for calling in, and, and feel free to call back anytime. Okay. Thanks, Ben. You bet. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's see. I need to send, looks like Wild Willie's Wiener Wagon wants to join the show, and I'm going to send him a link. And just bear with me. And... Then I want to run through. I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead. I think I, I, we have the, the famous Doug's Dogs from uh, Georgia on the line. Let's see here. Um, is this Mr. Michael Wood? Good, good. Good. How are you tonight? Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I, my computer just don't like to hook up to that link. It, we had to have sunshine piped in. We're so far out in the country. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know. It don't pick up real good sometimes it on on a link like that. But uh, these last yeah, two days, a, I wish we'd had some sunshine. Yeah, they, uh, there. Let me take you off the speaker so I can hear myself think. Uh, say what I'm going to say, but this weekend <laughs> I did chili, which I I hate doing. I've done it like two or three times, and I I told my wife I said I'm going to try chili just one more time. And right. She said, well, how much are we going to charge to add it to the hot dog? And I started. Hold on, trying to. Okay. Um, we still there? Yeah, we're still here. AJ, I, I just booted you off just because I couldn't even get it to mute you. It was just coming in crazy robot sounds. Anyway, go ahead. Um. But anyway, I did chili this weekend on on hot on uh, nachos. 
is what I actually was going to do it on. And uh, she said, how much are we going to charge for it? I said, well, just add a dollar to the nachos. So we were selling nachos for $4 a piece. Oh, and, wow. Which is a help. Yeah. <laughs> and getting them. And I was actually asking people, you know, do you want chili on it? Yeah. Well, I had to charge you an extra dollar. Okay. And uh, so, you know, we we paid for the chili, needless to say, and ran out of nachos, uh, which is <laughs> even better. Um, but we didn't actually do as good this year as we did last year at the same event, or year before last, I'm sorry. But it really? was so close that it really didn't, I mean, it was... It only takes me like fifteen minutes to get there, so I mean it but wasn't you, like a. You've already you've already beat this year, last year's whole year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm up uh, actually to be exact about four point eight percent, I think. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Four, uh, wow. Excuse me, four point six two percent. I don't I don't track this stuff real close, you know. Yeah, I can uh, tell you kind of half-ass it in 4.62. It's amazing you can't yeah. get it exact on it. Hey, tell me something. Yeah. You you emailed me this week a couple times with some some stuff for others to to help others. And I wanted to well, know if, if you could um do you want to share those or you want me to just do them later tonight? Yeah, well, you can do some of it later, but I'll just hit the the main point uh and where I dream all this stuff up. A hundred years ago, I was a door-to-door salesman, and the guy I worked for uh, was like the most positive person you've ever met in your life, Um, and he taught me one thing of being, having a positive mental attitude, and that's the one thing I think a lot of hot dog vendors don't have. They go out, and they get negative, and they hear all the bad things that are happening, and, and they don't. You know, they don't have good sales one day, and, and not just hot dog vendors. This is vendors in general. And then they get real negative, and then when they get negative, guess what their customers are going to be? Negative towards them. And, oh, exactly. Uh, it don't matter what you're selling. If you're selling a, a piece of furniture, a car, a magazine, whatever you're selling, you're still selling your personality to those people. You can have the best hot dog in the world, and if you're ill when somebody comes up, they're not going to come back. And right. if you don't have repeat business, you're not going to be in business long. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can have the best product in the world, but if you don't have some kind, something going for you that makes people want to come see you or come to your cart, it's just it's, it's a negative, negative attitude produces a negative attitude. And uh, it's kind of ironic since I brought all that up. Uh, I was rereading a book that I read back in the 70s, uh, <laughs> The Greatest Salesman in the World. It's Augmenting quite a religious that. book, but it's a good book. And, you know, that I think that's the biggest thing. You know, if you go out there and you're consistent and you try and you have a good attitude towards it, you will you will make money. You may not make money every time, but you will make money. Right. And right. Uh, well, you know, I, but, I I agree. The um, your proof of it. I mean, you've been at this over I think over four years now, and have success have continually grown the business, learned things that have saved you money, and changed some things that are making you more money um, for the for the same amount of time. And oh, for a part time hot dog vendor, you don't do bad. 
One other thing that I did this weekend, I, they had a local event, which uh, it's a charity event, and I took an L6 uh, on-demand hot water heater that I got at bins.com, uh, <laughs> and I gave it to them, and they auctioned it off, and uh, I think it went for 25000 um, which was actually play money, but... <laughs> I think I think that's uh, like about a two hundred dollar donation is what it was. Well, good. And uh, two hundred fifty, but uh, and and they got a hot water heater and they're happy and and the city got uh, a little bit of money to help local projects and stuff to you know to put on the Christmas parade and and different things. And guess what? I got free advertisement. And wasn't totally free, but I mean it was still free. And uh, but. And then I also at that same event I booked a another birthday party, which is about twenty five people. So, <laughs> I wow. mean, in, in the long run, I get my money back. But you know, you've got to be a part of the community. You know, if oh, you're not part of the community, you may be against the community, or the community may be against you. Absolutely. But anyway, guys, I'm gonna listen a little bit and, and let Ben talk because I talk too much. And <laughs> I don't want to take the show over. Oh, we got a bunch of people waiting. I'm excited. Um, I appreciate you calling in again, Michael. You have a good one. And if you aren't following Michael, um, Doug's Dogs. That's D-U-G-G-S, D-O-G-G-S. Um, thanks a bunch, Michael. Have a good evening. Uh, you too. Good, good. Good, good. All right, Ben, can you hear this? Yeah. Hey, Brian. Ben, are yeah, you hearing me? Brian, I can hear you just fine. Okay. I wouldn't stole the kid's headset hey, that's from their perfect. Xbox. <laughs> that's, that sounds perfect, actually. Um, tell me what, um, where where are we with this? I know you, you're selling stuff to upgrade. Tell us where you are with that and give us any insight. Let us be known. Well, like I say, we, I fixed up the card as good as I could. And like I say, just after that tip over, um, I just I didn't like that design. So we we got it sold yesterday, and I'm in the process. I'm going to start making up some new plans and build a new cart. Well, awesome. I'm impressed you sold it that quick. Yep, you know, chunk of change and everything like that. I'm, I'm going to build a nice new, you know, walk-around 4x8 cart. And Good. Over the wintertime, it'd be ready to go for the summer. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, I... Um... I'm glad, Brian. I'm glad you got earphones too now, or or at least a mic that works. Um, it, yeah, it, <laughs> that's the good. kids are not happy, but you know, <laughs> that's good news. I want to run through these real quick before I uh, before I miss them. This is um, in from, let's see, the busy bistro, and he said he's w- waiting to share this tip for um, on for all vendors for the last several weeks. He saw the Starbucks next door to his day job, had a clever idea for maximizing their tips, and he sent me a picture, and I'll put it on the blog, but he says they choose an X versus Y question for their customers to vote with their tip money. The winner is decided by which one gets the most money. The more divisive the question, the more customers vote. Some customers stuff the box with 10s, 20s, and $100 bills to ensure victory. Everyone wins. It's not in the picture, but normally the previous day's results are posted, and the customers come back just to see which and who won and buy more and vote again. Now, you, that, 
this is a, a genius um, idea, Alex, and I appreciate you sharing it with us. Something that you may want to try if you have a local sports teams who compete, you may want to put, you know, the Bears and the Indians. Um, which one do you think will win Friday night? And then you have two buckets or take one bucket and divide it in half with a piece of cardboard and let the customers determine it from there. There's there's several ways to do that. Um, Stuart, I'm going to mute you just for a minute because I'm getting feedback. The Anyway, the... Um, you can, anything you do, he, he mentions being divisive. So you could put, um, something like, do you think Obama should run for a third term and put yes or no side to the bucket? There's so many things like that that would be divisive that would get people tipping and it may be a good deal to do. And you could even, you could include it in your tweets. If you're tweeting to your customers, you can go, well, look here, last week's winner is Obama should have a third and fourth term. And so you could really just have a, a bunch of, of fun with it. And and it, you could use local events in your town to even get more, um, I guess, more participation. So I thought that was a, a, a really good one. The next one, um, let me see if Doug put this in here. Um, okay. Just bear with me. Okay, Ron's tip of the day for gleaming stainless. He says, for those times when you're not quite ready for the full-on polish, but you dread doing a wipe down because of all the damn streaks, then go with go with it. Here's a solution, distilled white vinegar. You can use it in full strength in a spray bottle and pour it directly onto a small towel, which is my method. Wipe that baby down and follow with a dry cloth. The acid cuts the crud, and the follow-up cloth leaves it streak-free. Your cart will thank you. Um, this is from Ron. That is a brilliant tip, and I thank you for sharing it. So if you all heard that, that's just straight, pure, distilled vinegar. Um, somebody else wrote in about doing... Um, Oh, frozen! Oh, that, I think that was Doug. He's he was selling frozen pickle juice. I've never heard of that. It sounds nasty, but he was selling successfully selling frozen pickle juice. He take pickle juice and freeze it onto sticks like popsicles. That's what I was just going to ask. Like a popsicle? Yeah. Is that not just wild crazy? Um, I don't know how that would be. Yeah, I don't know. Stuart, um, you should be, your mic should be open. Um, I just want to make sure I, I got to your tip where you talk about the um, the high-speed changer. Do you want to share that with everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, like I was telling you in the uh, in the email I sent, did you get the picture? You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and people um, know if they've seen the high-speed changers, it's like I, four tubes onto a course, box. I give away, um, you know, two and three at a time with change. And in the early days, you know, I would run out of quarters or be real low. And in an effort to conserve a few quarters, um, I would give – four dimes and two nickels, 50 cents. And I would have people kind of stare at the palm of their hand at these coins and 
rather than put them in their pocket, they would just throw it in my tip jar. <laughs> and it was just, you know, a funny little game that I started playing. And uh, I don't know if I was profiling customers or not, but you could almost tell who likes change and who doesn't. And you give them, you know, four dimes and two nickels as change. And there was a vast majority of them just simply threw it into the tip jar. And I just That's I thought it was interesting. And, uh, you know, I was telling Ben in an email where uh, I have the hot dog basically costed out at about 65 cents. And if these customers turn around and give me the 50 cents back, then this hot dog only cost me 15 cents to make. And, you know, and then there's uh, 50 cents that I don't have to pay, uh, you know, quote, unquote, taxes on. <laughs> and um, it's just, I in the email subject line, I, I termed it as uh, money laundering question mark. And, you know, I just thought that was kind of funny. I think it's a brilliant idea. You know, you mentioned that, you know, giving, giving them that weird coin combination. I've never heard of this idea. I've seen those high-speed changers like at ball games. You know, they'll wear them on their belt, and they'll give you change or at a circus. You ever been to a circus and somebody sells you, a, you know, cotton candy? They'll rattle off your chain real quick with those thumb levers on, on a speed changer. And I think that's a brilliant idea to give somebody back, you know, 65 cent or whatever, and obviously they're going to, uh, many of them will turn around and just throw that in your jug. I think it was a, a great tip. I appreciate that. Um, the next one is from, I wish Andrew could get on here from Super Dogs. Um, I saw him trying to get on several times, but he says, as I told you before, we got a new location um, at a tractor trailer training school, and it's going wonderful. The instructors and students are very supportive. It is a great two-hour Saturday and Sunday ritual now. I also have been working with a nightclub for Friday and Saturday night. It's a place that houses a club-type setting and has about 1,500 drunk college-age kids rocking and rolling. It has been a great weekend gig, and I'm thinking with the nightclub and the school on Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to cut back to only three and a half days a week. These two day shifts and two evening shifts are making more money than his daily five-day-a-week train station gig, and he's only working the business now 20 hours total a week, including cleanup and shopping, and keeping the same revenue. Now, the only way he'd know this is if he kept records, and that's why I harp on record-keeping so much. This is brilliant. I'm proud of you. Um, he says, well, he says he's going to try to get on the show tonight. He did want to talk about LED lights. Hey, Brian, did... I know we've talked about it on the show before, and I don't remember which episode it was. And I even did a blog with pictures of a guy out out west that put he put um, LED lights all over his cart. He lit it up with LEDs, and it's a great way to do, to go. You know, uh, do you remember or do you have any advice for anybody doing LED lights? Um, I know there was who was that Corey? There was another Corey I think up there in Massachusetts or something like that had a 650 like mine from custom okay. that had it all lit up with, I mean, underneath and different circulating light. And I think he actually went to, I mean, you can buy kits on eBay and everything like that. Um, but he went to like one of the local car type places that, and they had somebody do it with, you know, the custom and 
controller and everything like that. Well, I know that, you know, that guy that, uh, I think it was Bob that built the cart. Bob built his own cart, and he put all the fancy lights on it underneath it, around it, and he could turn them on solid to give him light, or he could turn it on to, with colors to attract attention. And I know you can get those strip rolls, I mean, true rolls of LED lighting that is safer indoor, outdoor, cheap on eBay. And I know Northern Tool sells a converter or an inverter. Yeah, because I remember, I think it was that one that had, like, had the bright white, like up underneath his serving door so it would light up. Right, um, right. And a r- white around, like the menu boards and stuff like that to really light it up. And then he had colored ones up underneath the cart that would dance around and make it, you know, look fancy and everything. Yeah. But, yeah like I say, either, you know, have an inverter or most of them, like I say, those LEDs are meant for 12 volts. So you could either hook it up to your pump battery or, you know, have a bigger marine battery that you could hook it up to that would have, you know, probably run those things hours upon hours without needing to recharge. Well, the guy that we had on the show and we did the blog article about, he had a solar panel he bought at Harbor Freight. I think it was Harbor Freight Tools. And he was powering one marine battery. During the day, it would charge his battery, and then at night he had all those LEDs up his umbrella and all out the slots on the umbrella. It looked cool as hell. Yeah, that's how I had mine set up. I had a small little briefcase-type solar panel, and I wired it in with a solar charger, and it'd sit there and trickle charge that marine battery all day long. Right. I mean, there's plenty of places around there. It's a pretty easy setup to do. Well, that's awesome. You know, we had Jason on the show a little bit ago, and I don't know if he got busy and dropped us, but um, area code 407, you're live on Hot Dog Thunder Radio. Hello? You want to turn up? Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, this is Ben. You're on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben. Hey. Hey, uh, yeah, just want to... Um, I've been looking at your website for the past two or three months or so, and uh, interested in getting into the business. Yes, sir. And I'm in. I'm down here in Oviedo, Florida. Yes, sir. And I just want to you know, like, what specific licensing and permits do I need in like in order in like in order to start out? Okay. Well, um, typically in Florida, you'll need to get a county and, and city um, business license. You'll need to get your health permit. I walk you through it step by step on my free video training at learnhotdogs.com. If you go to the top of the page and click free training. Okay. Uh, doc, what, what was that again? Bun- Learn, learnhotdogs.com. Yeah. Okay. Learnhotdogs.com. Now, do I buy a card before that or after uh, the if I get the uh, you wanna, permit? You want to do that? You want to do all your due diligence first, but I walk you step-by-step step in the order in which to do everything right there on those free videos. Okay, cool. All right, all right, uh, that sounds good. I'll, I'll get right on that now. Sounds good. Thanks for calling in. Thank you very much. You bet. Okay, let's see. Caller area code 205. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Hey, Ben, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm calling from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, we're, I've been we're not, we're not going to hold that against you. you. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I've been uh, keeping up on with you with on Facebook and um, just been learning a lot. Um, I haven't currently started yet. Um, I'm in the process of trying to get a commissary, actually looking uh, at a couple buildings, um, trying to um, create my own commissary because it's hard to get on with people down here. Right. Um, but I, we had the Magic City Classic this weekend, and um, I'm just trying to get a little advice on it. Um, I have um, – it was over 70 to 100,000 people here, and I was trying to see how could I prepare or what – but how much food would – if you was in that predicament with 70 to 100,000 people, how much food would you aim for? Seven, 72 – 700 to 1,000? Uh, 70,000 to 100,000. 70,000 to 100,000. I assume you won't be the only vendor there. There's other vendors. Okay. That's, that's, the, these are all relative type questions. So in order to give you a, an educated answer, I have to be educated. And what I have to be educated on is how many other vendors are going to be there, where you're going to be set up at this, and there's uh-huh. – there's, there's quite a few questions that I would ask you before giving you any advice on or being able to give you accurate advice on how many, um, how much product to take. Because at the okay. best, it's a guessing game to begin with. But you can narrow it down to what you're going to need based on what others are doing and what who all is going to be there. But I have, if you go into LearnHotDogs.com on the right-hand side, there's a search box, and if you type in the word event, I've got several articles I've done on how to plan and how to prepare for an event. There's one article by okay. a guy named Thunderdogs. If you just type in the word Thunderdogs, it's going to pull up an article okay. he did for us, um, and he did an event with 250,000 people, wow. and he okay. gives you his advice there. So we've done quite a bit on it. But um, once you get that information, feel free to call back in, and I can kind of give you some guidance if you haven't found it online first. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds like a plan. Well, I thank you for calling in, brother, and, and congratulations. It sounds like you're doing your due diligence now, and you're trying to find out um, where you can set up before you get a cart, and that's the right thing to do. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you have a good evening. All right. You too. Thank you. Are you trying to play commercial bank? I'm not hearing anything. That's how. It may not be coming back through the feed, Brian, but it should. Um, it's going out on the air. I can. I'm. I'm getting it on this side. Are you hearing it now? <clears throat> okay, it's maybe a delay. But yeah, I I had hit a commercial. The um, in fact, I'm gonna hit another one real quick while I grab something. Starts with a B and ends with an ear. You're wondering what that was. I'm not sure if you can hear me, Ben. I lost the audio. I wonder if the people that are on the um, on the radio as far as called in can hear the commercials. I don't know if they can or not, but I know that I don't know if that's working or not. 
I don't know. Um, I know that it's coming through the feed on my end, so all I can do is hope that it works. Um, I don't know why it's not feeding back to y'all, though. That doesn't make any sense. So um, let's see. I want to make sure if we have anybody with questions over in – okay, yeah. Um, Anyway, the – Jerry says he's not hearing any audio either on the on the his on the live feed from streetfoodvendor.tv. So I've I've got a button wrong or something. I added a mic and I must have messed up something. It doesn't surprise me. Can y'all hear me now? Okay. Um Stuart, do you have any I know we have about twenty minutes left in the show. Um do you have anything to share? Um other than your um, your cool tip idea with the ch- with the change speed changer, I'm putting him on the spot. He gets a delay on his end. Okay, um, I have no idea. It's back now. Okay, just came back. <laughs> wow. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to share with us, Stuart? Um, I think we talked last week uh, talking about the cheer wine onions recipe. I don't yeah. know if anyone's experimented with any other type of soda. Well, I've heard of people doing it with root beer, I think, and Dr. Pepper. Not root beer, Dr. Pepper. Um, go ahead and uh, tell us what cheer wine is for those that don't know. And and welcome, Corey, to the show with Oak Doggies. And... Um, Hey everybody! And tell um, tell us what um, tell us what cheer wine is. Give us a little history, and then um, what you've done with it. Uh, let's see, cheer wine. Um, gosh, early 1900s. Uh, it was invented, I guess you could say, Salisbury, North Carolina. It's a very North Carolina flavor. It's basically um, a cherry flavored soda right that came along well before cherry coke in a can anyway not necessarily from uh 50s diners um it's sweet and cherry it says it's even a little stronger cherry wise than uh the orange and grape fanta would be and by sauteing onions i usually use the sweeter vidalia and by sauteing these onions until they're almost done, um, right. and then going right back into that same pan with a can of uh, Cheerwine soda, at least a 12-ounce can, and basically cook every bit of that water and carbonation back out until the onions are just left in the, uh, in the sweet cherry syrup. Right. And one of the better things that I've been doing with it is uh, with brown mustard, a deli mustard, and um, the smoked sausage. Um, it's a pretty good contrast there. Um, but I've had people come back to the, to the carts on occasion and specifically ask if I had them with me today. <laughs> um, they walked their three or four blocks to me specifically for 
Wow. So that makes me feel good. It's kind of a, it's something that I call my own or unique to my parts. And I, I have people that look for them and make sure I have them before they order a hot dog. Wow. That's cool because you haven't been vending that long and you've already got a following of people who want those cheer wine onions. I'm going to try it with cheer wine. You know, over here we, we, we can get cheer wine now in our grocery store and some of our convenience stores have it. So I'll look forward to trying it out. I apologize if uh, some of the audio is coming in very, very delayed from you, Ben. So I'm not sure if you're talking to me right now or not. Oh, I understand. How's it going? Um, you have a good week? Yeah, it's, uh, it was a pretty good week. I love week your new logo. A little bit slower, but this week has picked up quite a bit. Um, so, yeah, it was a good week. Good weather. And uh, we're going to start doing some soups, I think, starting this week. Something new for Odagi. So we're going to give that a shot, see how that goes. Uh, we started the hot apple cider, I think, for two weeks now. And that's been going pretty good. And, and uh, people are excited that we have something. Um, to replace our lemonade, and so, so you, they've been going really well. Are you doing coffee or um, or hot chocolate too, or are you just no, doing we, cider? Yeah, just the hot apple cider. We haven't. We've got a coffee shop here in town, and and just a couple blocks away, and and uh, we wouldn't want to take anything from them. They're they're a good uh, local business here, and and uh, hot chocolate you know we can get that just about any place around but no one really does hot apple cider so that's why we decided to go with that uh, something that uh, just brings people our way i like it and so the soup thing you're that's starting this week yeah yeah we're going to give that a shot this week we uh contacted uh, u.s foods and and uh, they gave us some samples about five different samples of, of some different soups so it'll be like a day's worth of each one and judge on which ones we'll be going with, I think. So we've already started letting some customers know that we were going to start doing that to be looking for it, and uh, all of them seem to be pretty excited about it. With the cooler weather coming along, we thought it'd be something good just to offer. Oh, I think it's brilliant. I love soup in the winter. I love soup in the winter. Yeah, and we'll serve it in, yeah, we'll serve it in a little uh, styrofoam cups with the lid on it, you know, so they can still put it in their, their drink holders and their vehicles and stuff like that, too, if they need to do. So something that's easy to take with them and go. Well, I like the, you know, the cup of soup, and I've seen some people do this actually at events, sell a cup of soup that, that was that was pureed enough that you could sip it from like a coffee cup. And, oh, right. Yeah, like potato soup or vegetable soup that was pureed up. Um, you know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to send you a recipe for a soup that is is okay. just amazing, and you can't buy it anywhere. So you can only make it, and but it is worth sure. it is worth making, and I promise you, once you have it, I mean, if you get any even near your forehead, your tongue will beat your brains out trying to get to it. It is unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd love to give it a shot. Corey, did you have a flat grill in the in the new trailer or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a flat grill in the new trailer. I was gonna say, if you're gonna do the soups, then you know, offer like a a grilled cheese or something like that to go with it too, because that's. That's one of my favorite things in the winter. Nice grilled cheese and it's some soup. Oh, man, I love a grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah, same, same here. We actually originally, whenever we got the trailer and we started buying just some of the appliances and, and grills and stuff, we actually bought a, a panini press with, with the intention of, you know, maybe doing 
just grilled cheeses and stuff like that. The only thing is, is they're just not as quick as throwing a hot dog on a bun, so it would delay some orders. And so we just haven't done that yet. I think, uh, you know, there's there's always the opportunity for us to do that. It's, we've used it for ourselves, and it's it's uh, it's just sitting sitting at home right now. But uh, the opportunities there, I agree, Brian. I, I love grilled cheese and, and some soup, especially in the wintertime. Oh, my wife, my wife made some this week. Um, made some homemade chili, and and she made two days ago. She made a a homemade chicken noodle soup with the big noodles, and yeah. and always grilled cheese. That is just a bomb with soup. I I want I can't wait till next week to hear how that goes, Corey. I I wish you well with that. I think that will be a big hit. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a, just a whole new thing, something we can still serve real quick and, and uh, get people in and out. And so, yeah, uh, just something to expand and keep it fresh for our customers. You know, we, we try and do the different specialty dog on our Fridays, and and uh, that always that always brings new people in, and, and so we were hoping the soups will do the same. Now, Corey, you got somebody that's specially doing your sausages and stuff, correct? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, there's a place. Uh, it's probably about a, an hour drive from here, but they're uh, Swiss Meat and Sausage Company, and uh, they've actually been featured on the on the Food Network before. Paula Dean's Boys that used to have a, a television show, and they stopped there, and they do like some sixty some different varieties of brats and sausages, and so uh, we make a trip up there once a month and just pick out a whole slew of of different uh, brats, and then so every day we do a a broad of the day, and so we'll do a different broad every day that uh, people can try. So, have you ever done a breakfast broad? Uh, you know, we have one that is a uh, bacon and cheddar potato broad that's as probably close to a, a breakfast uh, broad as we could do. Uh, but I have not tried anything other than than something like that. Well, that's cool. I'd like to try that one. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Brian, were you going to ask him something else? I'm all. If not, I'm going to take another caller. I was just thinking that, you know, like I say, sausage, a lot of times they may have specialty cheeses. And I was thinking, boy, you could really you know, come up with some fancy, you know, uh, grilled cheeses with trying different cheeses other than just, you know, your normal American to go with it. Kind right, of like, exactly. Kind of like Jason getting into the exotic sausage, you get into the exotic cheeses. Exotic grilled cheese. Hey, right. my my wife, my wife just recorded a show recently, and I watched it this weekend, of a grilled cheese cook-off. And it was all these street food vendors, all with their different types of grilled cheese they were serving. And I'm talking just unbelievable grilled cheese sandwiches. I was licking the screen. The thing is unbelievable, the types of grilled cheeses I never knew existed. And the, and so I think you're onto something, Brian. You could do a grilled cheese truck. Um, that would be kick-ass. If you've seen the picture of that one grilled cheese truck, it's the, it looks kind of like the Millennium Falcon uh, oh, wow. painted on the side of it. I forget what it's called, but it's a really nice-looking uh, truck, but it's all grilled cheese sandwiches. Wow. Well, I think you're on to something with the soup. I'm, I think I thank you for sharing that. There's people that are listening that, that are able to do soup. Some are even able to do soup from an open cart. I've done soup, but when I'm doing a catering event from my cart, um, I didn't have the, the benefit of doing it from, you know, an enclosed trailer like you rich folks, but... Um, I was able to do it from a cart. Um, caller area code 412, I thank you for joining the show. Um, you're live on the Hot Dog Vendor on Street Food Vendor TV. Yeah, Ben. Uh, I'm from Pennsylvania. My son lives up in Rhode Island, and he got me uh, in tune with your shows each week. 
Yes, and sir. And I was helping him finance his uh, hot dog business. And, uh, you know, I'm a little curious if it's not uh, getting too personal. He won't actually start. With, well, it will be within about a month. And I'm wondering, do you recall the first day, the first uh, uh, event that you did? Not necessarily event or whatever. First day out. You know, whatever area you were in. Can you tell me what your reaction to that was and how excited Uh, you were? Well, I I wasn't too terribly excited. Um, I was almost forced into it as out of necessity. You know, I was excited up until that first day. And then I had that deer in the headlights look. I was scared. I was worried about my ego because people that had known me as being pretty wealthy in town were fixing to see me slinging hot dogs on the side of the road. And I thought that was a, a cut to my pride, you know, it, at least internally it was for me. So right. I was scared shitless. And then when I went to and set up and started working, I had my wife there and she was having to run to the store. I think she did three or four trips to the store. We ended up selling um, about $90 worth of, of food, wow. that, which isn't oh, that good. It was just a lunch a lunch time, but still, I, I was expecting, you know, I was expecting everybody that drove down the 60-mile-an-hour highway to slam on brakes, pull over, because they had never seen a hot dog cart. I'm kind of glad they did, because it let me get my feet wet. Well, within within two weeks, I was, you know, I was full bore and no fears anymore, because now I was, I was providing for my family, which was my main goal. And it gave me a sense of accomplishment regardless of how other people viewed me. And then it turns out that once people found out, oh, that's Ben that's got the hot dog cart, I started getting calls to do auctions. I started getting calls to do parties. And and so then it was like I was like the local hero. I was something unique that brought nostalgia to the town and to the people. So it was all internal. It was just the way I viewed it. So I know I know that's unique and probably not the answer you want, and it's probably unique in everybody's case. But the for me, that's the way it was. Oh well, that was all you know because he's uh, totally unfamiliar with it. But he did all his homework. Uh, he did all the red tape, garbage, and all that. And uh, I, as a matter of fact, I read your book, and it was really interesting. Well, thank you. And, and I just was curious, you know, because I know he he's excited about it. I don't know how apprehensive he is about it. I'm sure he's listening right now. But I was just curious, you know, what the impact it had on you the first day you opened. And, uh, I mean, 90 sounds good to me because I, I would figure in no time at all you could double, triple, and quadruple that within a yeah. reasonable period of time. And you can. And and you can. I mean, um, it, some people it's slower than others, and and some people it's almost overnight. But nine yeah. bucks was good when you when you averaged out. I think in one of my blogs or something, I averaged out per hour what I was making. I think it was in the book. I averaged out what I made per hour, which was phenomenal. Oh, and so wow. then, then it came down to okay, I just need to work more hours because you know two hours a day, even if it's you know, $50 an hour isn't enough I, for what I was used to. I was used to making, you know, 30000 a month, and I was going down to making nothing. So the hot dog cart was like the saving grace. It was my 
he it's why the book's called it saved my life because hot dogs did save my life i was depressed i was ready to you know do lead testing uh well you know what that that was really interesting too because that's what got me interested in him starting because he had uh unfortunately was way off of his job and he says, hey, Dad, you think you might be able to consider helping me out on a hot dog business? I wish I was up there with him. But being so remote from him, I was just, you know, really a little apprehensive about him beginning it and able to create eventually a full-time job doing it because he plans on pursuing this throughout the whole year. Uh, because I, wish I heard, could, too, there's less competition in the winter time, so that may compensate, you know. Uh, well, there definitely, the, there's, there's different opportunities in the winter. Um, uh-huh. There are, is less competi- competition, but there's also less places. You know, you, you don't set up on the beach in the winter because there's no. less people <laughs> to eat. Right. But, yes, definitely, and, and I hope you um, – Keep us up to date on how he's doing, and if he ever has any questions, have him call in. Okay, sure. Well, I think he's talked to you several times. His name's Freddie. Yep, I remember yeah. him. Yeah, so we're excited, and I hope I wish I was up there to, uh, you know, celebrate with him his first day. So, uh, Ben, I enjoy your shows. I listened to every one of them since he informed me about them. So, it's a lot of good information. Well, thank you a bunch. And I appreciate sure. you calling in, and, and feel free to call back any time. Thank you, sir. Have a good evening. Yes, you too. Hey, guys, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight um, at Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. I appreciate Corey, and um, I appreciate Brian even showing up, even though he had to steal the <laughs> mic from his Xbox kids. And um, <laughs> then, Stuart, I, I thank you all for, for coming in and, and helping out and joining us tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it last week. The girlfriend had to go in. She had to go in for surgery on that Monday, so we uh, had to try to get her prepped and scared and Xanaxed and, you know, <laughs> well, ready to I, go. I hope everything went good. Y'all have a good week. Have a good night, everybody. Okay, Ben, we'll see you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.